and welcome to another episode of Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart, coming to you live from New York City here on TalkingAlternative.com. I am your host, Karen Litzy. Uh, thanks for tuning in. And I just wanted to give a big thank you to my guest last week, who was Rainey Pratt. She's an occupational therapist and sort of talked about the difference between occupational therapists and physical therapists and what does an occupational therapist do, which is a pretty... Uh, common question that a lot of PTs and OTs get. So I just wanted to thank her very much for coming on. And if you missed that show or missed the last couple of shows, you can go to the Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart page here on TalkingAlternative.com, and you can catch up on any episodes you might have missed. So today, um, I'm very happy to have uh, my first personal trainer roundtable. A couple of months ago, I had a uh, physical therapy roundtable discussion, and I had four therapists plus myself. And one thing, uh, I mean, I thought it went really, really well, and people who listened to it liked it. But what what I felt was that it was one guest, one one guest too many. So four therapists plus myself, it was just a little bit too much, and I felt that not everyone had a chance to kind of voice their opinion and to get their thoughts across as, as well as they would like to have done. So with my personal trainer roundtable, I sort of took it down a notch. I have three uh, great personal trainers here. I think with everyone here in the room, and, and we have Susan calling in from Costa Rica, I think, we have, yeah, we have about, I don't know, I'd say 40 years of personal training experience, if I were to take a guess. So my three guests, they no strangers to this show um, here on Talking Alternative. I have Susan Bianchi. She is, I believe, calling in from Costa Rica. I think she's on a retreat there. Um, she is... A, an expert in Kihara stretching, and she has her MS in exercise science. And uh, today she is one of the leading Kihara instructors, teaching health professionals and privately training elite and professional athletes, weekend warriors, as well as those dealing with chronic or acute pain. So she is my, f- one, my first guest. Um, and then in the studio with me, I have Josh Margolis, who... Uh, used to have a show right here on Talking Alternative. Josh is founder and fitness consultant with a bachelor's degree in sports psychology. He, uh, sorry, he is the founder of Mind Over Matter Fitness, and he holds certifications from ACE, NASM, uh, prenatal, postpartum certified. He's been working in health and fitness arena for over 10 years. Uh, and has had a show here, and I, I believe he also has a, a shows kind of all over the place, but we'll talk to everyone in a second and see what they're up to. Uh, my third guest is Jonathan Angelilli. He is the founder of Dynamic Results, Inc., and expert personal trainer located in New York City, and he has a BS in psychology from NYU, and he just finished the uh, race to the top of the Empire State Building, which is ridiculous in and of itself, and I think he finished, what, in the top... Top top, 30. Top 30, yeah. Unbelievable. So uh, I just want to thank you all for for joining me and for being uh, here for my first personal trainer uh, roundtable discussion. Uh, first off, we're just going to talk to each of the trainers and kind of see what, uh, what what they've been up to since the last time they were on the show. For some, for Jonathan, I think it's been like a year. Yeah. Uh, same thing for, for Josh. Susan was here about two months ago or maybe a month ago. So uh, let's start with Jonathan. So what? how has, I guess, your career and your personal training, maybe let's say philosophy or life, how has that changed? In, in the past year, and what sort of stuff do you have coming up? It's, it's pretty exciting. It's such a wonderful industry to work in. It's equal parts uh, science and art, and my approach is constantly evolving. I'm very fortunate to have worked with um, a lot of celebrities over the last uh, year or so, and um, I've trained myself like an athlete as well. I'm, I'm very much taking a holistic approach these days. I'm really interested in... <clears throat> excuse me. I'm really interested in... Uh, lifestyle and helping clients achieve a better uh, live-work lifestyle, um, a live-work balance, because I find that that just gets in their way no matter what. If they if that's out of whack, there's it doesn't matter what kind of program you do with them. 
So, yeah, I've been very focused on the lifestyle aspect of it, but very much through exercise, I find my approach evolving in that, you know, I'm trying to create, I'm trying to look at exercises as a, um, uh, my role is someone who creates educational experiences through physical movements to wake people up to what their true potential is because they just, they come in with a certain set of expectations of what they think they can achieve. So that's really been my, my primary focus um, for the last couple of years in particular. Great. And what what do you have, I guess, coming up, let's say coming up in, in this new year? Um, well, I mean, I'm relaunching my uh, personaltrainingbusiness.com website, which is a, a website where trainers can get um, business information. We have uh, personal training business software. It's just a way for them to manage their clients and uh, build their business and work on marketing, things that a lot of trainers are not so great at. Uh, yeah, so I have that on the horizon. Great, yeah. great. All right, and Josh. Hey guys. Hi, <laughs> hi. And now, so I guess how how have you? What have you? What changes have you gone through over the past year? And and what sort of stuff do you have coming up? Uh, well, we're always in the state of flux. By the way, it's good to be back. It's good to be back in this chair. It's uh-huh. good to be back in the in this room and and be in front of everybody. And uh, um, just to build on what we just spoke about before, I mean, it, it is always evolving. The industry is always evolving and trainers are always evolving, which is good because if you're not growing, it's the alternative is a, a lot worse. So, uh, a couple of things that we're working on here and I want to talk about some of this later. Uh, we're starting to do Skype workouts, which probably sounds bizarre to most people out there who don't use Skype. And even if you do to actually do a personal training workout on, on Skype, but we are uh, starting the trend, and uh, we're going to talk uh, a little bit more about that later. And then we also are starting a new class next month for our uh, postpartum population, as you alluded to. We work with a lot mm-hmm. of prenatal postpartum women. And uh, the class is sort of uh, a combination of, and I hate when people do this, when people like describe a movie, they're like, oh, it's so-and-so meets so-and-so. Well, I'm going to do the same thing here. <laughs> <laughs> this is yoga meets core fusion. It's a class for new mommies, a lot of yoga moves, a lot of lengthening, a lot of strengthening, but we're doing a lot of those yoga moves we are selecting are focusing primarily on core. So we're focusing on core strength, that area of the woman's body that's obviously taken the biggest effect. And we're going to couple it with yoga and we're going to try class next month, downtown Tribeca. So we'll see Great. how it goes. Great. And Susan, are you there? I am here. Okay. Hopefully I won't fade out. <laughs> okay, great. So now, um, I guess you were on just a couple of months ago, but right now, now are you, you're in Costa Rica? Oh, hello? Ah, all right. I think <laughs> what's surfing. happening yeah, <laughs> is uh, she, Susan kind of keeps floating in and out for some reason. I don't know if we're Skyping in or if she's uh, using a different number, but Hopefully, we'll kind of figure that out over this break. And when we come back, we're going to get into a little more of the meat of the program. So we're going to talk about different trends in fitness, why some of them stick, why some of them don't stick. Um, And like Josh alluded to, technology in, in the industry of personal training. So hopefully after the break, we'll get Susan reconnected with us. And everyone stay tuned. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you stuck in your business or career? Trying to take your business to the next level and it keeps hitting a wall? This is Sam Leibowitz, the Conscious Consultant. I will help you get to the root cause of your abundance issues and help move you forward in your life. Call me now and let's create the future you dream of. 212-721-8183. That's 212-721-8183. The Conscious Consultant, helping conscious people be better business people. Hi, this is psychic medium Betsy Cohen, host of the show, The Power of Intuition. Join me at TalkingAlternative.com Mondays at 11 a.m. Call in for a free psychic reading. Learn how to tune into your intuition to feel better and to create your optimum life. 
I'm here to guide you and to assist you in creating a life that you deserve. Listen every Monday at 11 a.m. on TalkingAlternative.com. Are you feeling overwhelmed in the current chaos of our changing times? A deeper understanding of authentic astrology can uncover solutions in every area of life. After all, metaphysics is just quantum physics, poetically expressed. I am Montgomery Taylor, and I offer lectures, seminars, and private consultations. For more information, contact me at Monty, M-O-N-T-Y, at rljmedia.com. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Welcome back to Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart. I'm your host, Karen Litzy, and today joined by three personal trainers with probably over 40 years of personal training experience, Jonathan Angelilli, Josh Margolis, Susan Bianchi. Susan, now, do we have you on the line? Yes, we do. Okay, so, Susan, I know that you're down in Costa Rica, right? Yes. Okay, so what are you doing down there? Give us a little bit of what you're up to. Well, what I'm up to is actually we've uh, we spent a week with uh, trainers that uh, I teach a method of resistance stretching, um, not only to clients, but I also train other trainers in this method. And so this was a retreat for uh, personal trainers, uh, Pilates instructors, anyone that's been in the system. Uh, it was a, a week-long tra- intensive to really help sharpen their skills um, because a lot of a lot of the work it becomes, um, you know, it's very uh, touch-oriented, um, you know, subtleties make all the difference between mm-hmm. getting, you know, a great response from the client to being just, you know, just an A-OK. So this was a week spent on just really sharpening their skills and, and learning a bit more. And uh, we actually did a couple workshops for the uh, local community as well to introduce them to a, a different way of stretching. There's a lot of surfers down here, and it's a big yoga community, so um, they really uh, ate that all up. Great, great. So now before before the break, I know you were kind of, we kind of lost you there for a second, but um, so with this segment, I really want to kind of get into the meat of this sort of roundtable and get all of your opinions on a lot of uh, trends and, and I guess, exercise variations, I don't know what to call them, in it, that's going on right now. So I know that we were talking about um, sort of via email, different trends. So a couple of them, like we said, stick and some of them don't. So I guess what are you guys seeing as sort of the biggest fitness trends right now? And what do you think is going to stick and why? So go ahead. Um all right. Josh. Well, I, well, and this is something that I think trainers, we all talk about a lot, why something sticks, why doesn't. And uh, th- there are things that I thought would work and it didn't, and things I thought that would never work that did. I have to say the whole spinning phenomenon, uh, which is really retro. I, I remember yeah. when I started, not yeah. to date myself, but in the late 90s, it, spin was hot. Every, every gym had a spin studio, and I thought it reached its apex, and I thought that it was going to die down, but apparently... Uh, it, it's back, um, and it's, it's, it seems like it's one of the more popular disciplines, and, and, at least in the city. And reinvented. That's right. Yeah. It's like a 2.0 spin. Yeah. yeah really. <laughs> um, you know, I, I don't know. I think there's a lot of factors that go into disciplines and, uh, you know, certain uh, fitness ideas that make it stick. Independent of the actual discipline itself, I think first and foremost is marketing. I think yeah. you could have a great concept that could have, uh, you know, effects uh, aesthetically and internally. But if you don't get the word out there, if you don't promote it, if you don't market it the right way, it's almost like a tree falling in the woods. Who's going to hear it? Mm. So I think first and foremost, it's having good idea, but getting that idea out there, getting people to listen, mm. getting people to understand it, getting people to, you know, 
for the idea to become ubiquitous with with fitness. Right. And then, so like you said, fitness kind of died or spinning sort of died down and then came back up again. And yes, it's about marketing, but what is it about these? And I know there's tons in New York City. Susan, I, I, I know you're out in Pennsylvania, and I'm sure that there are studios popping up there, but independent spin studios like your Soul Cycle and things like that, where people are willing to pay up to $35 a session. So what makes that better than I belong to Equinox. I pay $150 a month. Hmm. So I can go to 10 cl- I could go to four spin classes a day. Hmm. So why would I want to go to an independent spin studio? What is what's the difference and what's the appeal? I can speak to that. I haven't taken too many classes in big box gyms, but I have taken Flywheel and I haven't done Soul Cycle and I think I want to I want to start my own spin class at one of them. I just started thinking about this, but at uh, Flywheel, first of all, they set it up so that everyone can get a good view. It's They call it stadium indoor cycling. So everyone has a good seat and can see the instructor. The instructors are super passionate and um, enthusiastic and, and, and good-looking, quite frankly, and inspiring. Um, and then they have these this torque board which basically you can compete with other people and you can see your number so they've they've you know and then it's nice and there's free water and there's you know there there's nice lockers it's very modern so it's it's a it's a i agree with josh it's, it's like a 2.0 reinvented version and it, it really works i have to mention that i think it speaks to this larger trend in in group fitness boot camps crossfit zumba i think what we're people are so hungry right now for for balance and we live in Western culture in a very imbalanced world. And these group exercise classes tap into what I would think of as a, as a primal drive or a pri- primordial instinct to work together as a group, as hunters and gatherers. We did it for hundreds of thousands of years. It taps into the social aspect of working out. It taps into the competitive. So I think the things that we're going to see that are going to do really well, like Josh said, are, are branded and detail-oriented and know how to market themselves. They know their core message and how to get it out there. But I also think that they, they, they need to tap into this primitive drive that we all have. Mm-hmm. And Susan, what, what are your thoughts? You know, uh, yeah, I would agree. I mean, I think also, you know, some of the things that that have improved too, you know, technology or uh, quality wise, the the you know the spinning cycle, you know, it's just a better experience uh, that you have now when you're spinning. But uh, I, I think you're right in in the idea that really tapping into some aspect of the competitive nature, because I think we also see that in CrossFit, and maybe it's. Some of it is, is you know, the, the baby boomer generation feeling like, hey, I want to be challenged. I want to be pushed. Um, you know, this this level of fitness was not really seen by our parents. Um, so it's it's really kind of pushing some some newer boundaries. And, and as people are aging, they're, they're still wanting that challenge of, you know, how far can I push myself? How, how much can I push? Um, as opposed to, you know, a more passive thing. So I think that's where, you know, CrossFit comes into play, where, where the spinning studios, you're, you're really pushing your own envelope. And, and maybe that's, you know, fueled by, by the baby boomer population saying, hey, I'm, I'm not ready to get old yet. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to, I'm going to, I want to push the envelope to see how far and how hard I can go individually. Right. And I think a, a lot with as far as spinning may appeal to a wider range of people. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe that's another reason why it sticks around. I mean, coming from, let's say, from my point of view, which is personal training and rehabilitative, I would feel more comfortable if I had a patient saying, try a spin class where, in essence, you can go at your own pace, mm-hmm. you know, but you're right. still getting, like Jonathan said, that, that group experience and that social experience, whereas recommending someone for CrossFit, where it just is, is yeah. quite frankly, a little more dangerous, I think. Yeah. You know, uh, without question. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. I mean, you know, and that's just sort of coming coming from from my standpoint. But I think what is interesting is uh, sort of to to speak what Jonathan said before was the group experience, I guess. Now, as as all personal trainers um, and you're working with people on an individual basis, uh, I still think that even 
having that sort of workout buddy almost or having someone to be held accountable for is maybe what makes, you know, these these group classes like spinning very successful because I know if I was going with a friend, I would feel bad letting that friend down. Mm-hmm. But if even if I were just to go to a spin class on my own, I'd be like, eh. You might be able to talk yourself yeah. out of it. I don't need yeah. to go. Yeah. You know, but when you're going and, and you're competing with other people, it's going to kind of give you that added incentive. I don't know. What do you, what do you guys think? No, I, I agree. I, th- yeah. I think uh, accountability and uh, responsibility go a long way. I think, you know, the whole concept, what you're talking about before, of, you know, people who have a, a running partner, they meet in the park. That gets you through those, you know, cold, rainy mornings where you don't want to get out of bed and mm-hmm. you don't want to get that workout in. But if you have the accountability responsibility to, to somebody else, I think I think that'll help. I think the classes that we just talked about, I think bringing out that competitive nature in each individual, I think that helps. I, I know we're coming from New York City and the, the, the level of competition here is just through the roof, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's personal, professional, and I think something like CrossFit. Just getting across the street. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> that's, a great, that's a great point. If you're going to make it, you better make sure you're going to beat that cab. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think that they, they tap into that, and that gets people, you know, flowing. And, yeah. and you know, you don't have that. You're, unless you're a professional athlete, you're, you don't really have a, a system yeah. where you can be competitive in. But mm-hmm. you join CrossFit, you join the spin class, you have that there. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's very true. Right. And that's so that's funny, true. just the competitive nature. Like today I was walking, I was crossing <laughs> the street, and this guy who's like clearly much older than me was like walking faster than me. I'm like, oh, no, he didn't. <laughs> and I was like almost running to get to my door before him. You know, it's just crazy. So God only, I've never been to like one of the 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 fly bar, one of those classes, or um, flywheel, flywheel, fly, yeah. fly bar. But I, I mean, if I if I went, I could, I would probably understand why you would pay up why don't to thirty. Why don't you come with me? Because I, I can all bring right. guests there. All right, yeah. all right, yeah. deal, yeah. deal, <laughs> done. And I think you know that does also, as opposed to you know going to that that specialized studio. Not only is you know I'm sure the quality of the cr- classes are incredible, but it is a smaller community. Then mm-hmm. I mean it, it's a specific community, so I think it does does um, enable a sense of community uh, to happen more easily as opposed to just a, a, a gym you know scenario yeah. where uh, you you might catch that same person in another class and mm-hmm. another time. Here it's it's like okay yeah that's that's my gang that's my tribe. Yeah, that's you know? true. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, very true. Very true. On that note, we're going to take a quick break, and we will be right back after these commercials, so stay tuned. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you suffering from aches and pains? Has traditional medicine let you down? Are you tired of taking toxic medications? Then come to the Double Diamond Wellness Center and learn how our natural methods can help you to heal. Call us now at 212-721-8183. That's 212-721-8183. Or find us on the web at www.doublediamondwellness.com. We look forward to serving you. Is your marriage in trouble? Are you considering divorce? Hello, I'm Lawrence Bloom, a family law attorney in New York and New Jersey. No one is happier than the day their divorce is final. My firm can help you. We take the nasty out of the divorce process and make people happy. Please call us at 212-964-3502 for a free consultation. That's Lawrence H. Bloom at 212-964-3502. We make people happy. Hey, all you crazy listeners, looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at talkingalternative.com. Talking Alternative. 
and welcome back to Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart. I'm your host, Karen Litzy, and today we have our first personal trainer roundtable discussion with three great personal trainers, Susan Bianchi, Josh Margolis, Jonathan Angelilli. And uh, last segment, we sort of talked about one of the, I guess, an old trend that has become a new trend, and that's spinning and the emergence of, of independent spinning spinning studios and kind of why they work. And uh, another thing that was kind of thrown in there in the discussion is is that of CrossFit. So I have to say, I'm, I'm, I don't know a lot about CrossFit, so I'm going to kind of leave this open to you guys to kind of, I guess, give a little bit more information as, as far as what you know about CrossFit and what your opinions are on it. So uh, go ahead, Jonathan. I'll kind of start with you. You might know. Yeah, you know, I have never taken a CrossFit workout, so I would withhold, uh, you know, I would withhold complete judgment, but I have seen some of the videos circulating of some pretty horrible things <laughs> going on. <laughs> um, so here's, here's what I know about it. You know, it was, it was aimed for, like, tactical and special forces and kind of these military guys, and I think if you're going into it with, like, a bit of what we call gym experience or exercise experience, you've been working out, you know how, you know the, the power lifts and the Olympic lifts, you know, that's one thing. Um, but if you're going in there, it's quite a learning curve to get through, and not many people do get through it without sustaining injury. I think, you know, everyone would agree in the roundtable that, you know, the, the first rule is, is do no harm. And, um, you know, if, if you push someone beyond the, the limits and violate their structure, then you, you're practicing gross negligence. So, and CrossFit has a method for screening out people and coaching them. They don't just start people with the high-intensity workouts. So, you know, it's just there's been a lot called into question to how good are they at that. And um, because it's spread so fast and there's so many people jumping on the wagon, there's a lot of people that never had any gym experience that are now coaching other people. So that's incredibly problematic. But it still it taps into this communal experience. And um, it's, it's a very interesting thing to witness. And I'm planning on taking a couple of classes this year. Okay. Josh? Yeah, you know, I, I have to preface any for, before going further, I have not taken a class either, mm-hmm. but I've seen plenty of footage of it. Uh, it seems like a boot camp on steroids is what it seems like. It's I think our, our culture's obsession with one upping <laughs> anything that comes out. <laughs> so we have a discipline that's you know, and, and listen, boot camp takes many shapes, sizes, and form. But we have a sort of a boot camp model that's been existing for a while, and people want to sort of you know take that next step and and you know outdo themselves. And and you said before, I, I think. There's a very high fitness level associated with the class and some of the events. I think on a positive side, it is very, you know, communal, convivial, and it's an activity where people can, you know, it breeds competition and people get into that. And, um, you know, some of the people I've seen on the video are very athletic and very strong, but I think that's the select video that they decided to Mm -hmm. show me. That's very true. (laughs) I, I don't think we're seeing those people that, you know, get two minutes into like a burpee or something else and all of a sudden are just completely fatigued. Um, so I'd like to think that there's got to be a slower pace for those people. If not, mm. there should be something that they have exposure yeah. to. Right. And Susan, what are your thoughts? Uh, I would agree with with uh, our other guests as well. I mean, I, I too have not um, taken a taken a class, uh, but I have actually, you know, worked with uh, several people post uh, post CrossFit with with some injuries and and you know having to to retrain and and come back to you know just doing some corrective exercise because form form is key and um and it what much of it is is incredibly advanced uh, and without good shoulder stabilization good hip mobility all of those things the body is of course just going to make all kinds of compensations uh and i think that's where our you know you know our role uh, as trainers continue to evolve and we need to continue to become you know more sophisticated um, and have our value there in understanding how people are compensating and and you know what we need to do to address that properly so that they can continue to move and progress forward in a very safe manner and you know as you said do no first do no harm mm. so yeah and and I guess if you guys had clients who said, you know, I saw this CrossFit video and I'm going to do, I'm going to go out and do all this stuff, you know, what would, what would your response to them be? 
And would you ever say, you know something, I don't think that you're quite ready, or let's work on A, B, and C? Well, I, I actually have a client who's not training me with me currently. He's, he trained with me for four years, and I still consider him a friend and a client. He even has a couple sessions left, but he just started CrossFit about three months ago, and he's totally gotten into it. I'm totally cool with it, but this is after five years of me coaching him on deadlift, squat. I mean, all con- he had no exercise experience. He's got five years of solid exercise experience, and then five years of me saying, listen to your body. Listen to your body. What is your body telling you? What is your body telling you? Because that's the ultimate source of, of feedback and guidance in any workout. And one of the things that they do is they leverage this community experience, which is wonderful in some cases. But if you are concerned with how you look compared to the other people at CrossFit, you can definitely hurt yourself. So I'm actually totally okay with him going there now. I have no problem with it. I see it as a natural evolution um, in our in our training together. And I think he'll come back and train with me too at mm-hmm. some point. But, you know, I'm, I'm so that's one example. Yeah. yeah. But he's had the foundation. He's had yeah. a great foundation. So yeah. it, it was, a, it seemed like a natural progression. And, you know, you've, you've taught him well. <laughs> Yeah, thank you. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, I I was looking at some videos also, and the thing that, like Josh said, when they show you these videos, like, these are, like, two very sort of in shape, very strong, incredibly fit. I was looking at two women um, doing this, and they make it look so easy. And I Mm. think that that's where people get in trouble because... Mm. Someone like me who has exercise experience, I'm not going to say I'm in the best shape of my life right now, Mm. but there's no, I looked at that and I was like, I could maybe do 10 Mm. and they have Mm. you doing like these burpees and jumps for seven minutes. Mm. So at one point, you know, does your, do your muscles fatigue? Does your nervous system start to kind of freak out because it, it doesn't know what the heck's going right. on? It's right. so overloaded. Right. And then you make all these compensations that will lead to injury, which I said to Josh, it's great for me. I mean, I'm a physical therapist, you know, right. it'll keep my business going. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah. What, what you need to do is go to these CrossFit games <laughs> and just throw your business throw cards, cards in the air. Out all over the place. <laughs> That's, That's how you're going to get your clients. Right but now. I mean, I guess my question is, is when people go to these CrossFit classes, they are classes, yeah. is that right? Yeah. I, who's teaching these classes? And what is their experience? And do they have the knowledge to know when someone is overwhelmed or Mm. when someone is fatigued Mm. or do they know when to say, like, to tap out? I think that's just it. There's a tremendous amount of variation in that answer. I think some places have, and even though I haven't taken a class, I've witnessed a few in person and I've seen a lot of the videos. So um, sometimes it's, you know, one coach for every three people, which seems more reasonable, but it depends on the skill level of each individual person and the, the requirements of the lift they're practicing um but that's that's been one of the biggest critiques of them is that there's not a good system in place and there's a tremendous amount of variety i will also say that because they do a lot of workouts where they time that you know what gets uh, measured gets managed and they focus on how many you know how many burpees can you do in seven minutes and there's not as much emphasis on form then. Mm. So then they're sacrificing as their nervous system fatigues mm-hmm. in all different kinds of weird ways. And I have a lot of experience with hurting myself and how much that can be, <laughs> you know. I uh, have the experience too. Yeah. <laughs> a humbling experience. It's very humbling, isn't it? No, I, I think that's a good point. Look, whenever you have any class dynamic, you're always at risk for not giving individual attention. And that's whether it's CrossFit, whether it's spin, or, or whether it's yoga. However, in this instance, CrossFit is a high-impact, mm-hmm. very dynamic movement. Mm-hmm. So maybe in a yoga class, if you're off a little bit, you're not going to get the benefit yeah. of the pose. But if you make a mistake right. on one of these moves, you know the, the, the reward, the risk-reward is a little bit higher exactly. than in another class. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're going to take a quick break. And when we get back, we're going to talk a little bit about the kind of verbiage these guys use with their clients and, and how, to, how they keep them motivated and if they have tips for people listening. So stay tuned. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Hi, I'm Carol Ward from the Body Mind Wellness Program, Listen to my show for ideas and information to help you live a healthier life in body, mind, and spirit. You'll hear from terrific guests who are experts in the areas of health, wellness, and creativity. So join me every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on TalkingAlternative.com. 
Professionals serving community. This is Tony Martinetti, the aptly named host of Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio. Big nonprofit ideas for the other 95%. Technology, fundraising, compliance, social media. Small and medium nonprofits have needs in all these areas. My guests are expert in all these areas and more. Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio, Fridays, 1 to 2 Eastern, on Talking Alternative Broadcasting. Are you concerned about the future of your business or career? Would you like it all to just be better? Well, the way to do that is through better communication. And the best way to do that is training from the team at Improving Communications. This is Larry Sharp, host of the Ivory Tower Radio Program and director at Improving Communications. Does your office need better leadership, customer service, sales, or maybe better writing or speaking skills? Could they be better at dealing with confrontation, conflicts, and touchy subjects? All are covered here at Improving Communications. If you're in the New York City area, stop by one of our public classes or get your human resources in touch with us. The website is improvingcommunications.com. That's improvingcommunications.com. Improve your professional environment. Be more effective. Be happier and make more money. Improving communications. That's the answer. TalkingAlternative.com Welcome back to Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart. I am your host, Karen Litzy, joined today by Susan Bianchi, Josh Margolis, Jonathan Angelilli, all very seasoned personal trainers for my first personal trainer roundtable. And I know last uh, before the last break, we were sort of talking about, I was going to ask them kind of the verbiage they use with their clients, but we had, a, uh, during the break, we had sort of an interesting conversation and, and talking about, um, and Susan, and sort of talking about these CrossFit and things like that, Josh was saying, it kind of brought to mind those sort of tough mutter races, warrior dashes, those kinds of things, and and who, I guess the question is, is who are the people running in these races, Number one, are they the the weekend, literally weekend warriors? Are they the people who are like sitting in front of a desk for 40, 50, 60, 80 hours a week and then they see a video and they're like, yeah, I'm going to do that. Mm. So I guess the, the question becomes is, uh, you know, how safe are these are sort of courses designed by like Navy SEALs, mm. like serious real deal guys who go through years and years of training. So I guess the question is, is why do people want to do them, number one, in, in your opinions, and are they safe and what would you recommend? So, Jonathan, I know that you said you've done a couple of I've, these. So. I've done two Warriors Dashes. This is a whole new kind of um, thing that's just blown up in the last two or three years. Uh, it's called obstacle racing. So there's different uh, distances of runs. Often they're trail runs. And then there's obstacles along the way. The Warriors Dash is a three and a quarter mile race. It takes a uh, place across the country. It's spread like wildfire. And I did it um, two summers ago and last summer. Uh, I ran with 10,000 other people. <gasps> That's, That's I mean, there was wow. waves, what? but it was 10,000 wow. people in the wow. same day. These people are making a killing. I mean, I don't. they have to <laughs> rent out Wyndham, you know, the mountain there. But anyways, as far as the business model, it's brilliant. And there's a lot of people in the game now. But it's really taken off. And... Um, 
you know, I'm a competitor. I finished 33rd out of 10,321 people, it's which amazing. sounds yeah. it sounds amazing, but really, <laughs> but really is, it's not. It's, right. it's really not because maybe you could think of it as 33rd out of like 1,000 people because I'm telling you, it's like 10% are real competitors and 9,000, 90% of those people are people that you can tell have never been in a race. I've done the half marathon and other, the Empire State Building race. People come there in their uniform of I am a runner. This is my identity. The war to actually have people body painted, dressed up, masks. And and so I, I just want to wow. say that there's something <laughs> amazing and awesome about it. It's opening up physical activity to a whole population of people that wouldn't be open to it um, otherwise, but at the same time, you're introducing a lot of risk. People have got to be able to listen to their body, train for it intelligently. There's a lot of misinformation out there. So, you know, it's it's a, you know, double-edged sword. Is that what we yeah, call that? Sure, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. Sounds like a party. It, 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 it is. It, 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 it sounds that's like. That's how they market it. Yeah. Beer and, and turkey leg <laughs> drumsticks and warrior paint. And well, yeah, Jonathan, can I ask what attracted you to that? What What about it, you know, made you say, yeah, I'm in? I, that's a good question. I don't know. I like training hard. I like <laughs> running hard for short distances. And I like, I like a lot this concept of uh, warrior, not in the sense of the typical Western uh, understanding of warrior, but more in the Buddhist tradition of a peaceful warrior, someone who pushes his own limits to, to attain truth and, and justice and, and compassion with oneself and the world around it. So for me, I was immediately um, drawn to that aspect because I, I really look at exercise as a spiritual, um, a, a spiritual thing that we do. Uh, uh, and um, so th I, g I guess that's my answer, yeah. And that's a great way to look at actually exercise in, in general. I, I think... You know, independent of the races, but an overall feeling, I think if people out there can make that connection that you just spoke about, mm. about having that yeah. spiritual connection, that would get them into exercise. So yeah. many times people are trying to find something that's going to keep them going, and mm -hmm. a lot of times they focus on the aesthetic, which is fine, but I usually feel like that's yeah. a short-term solution. Exactly. I mean, we are vain right. as a society, but right. we're not that vain that you could exercise the rest of your life right. based completely on looking good. So if somebody can make a connection spiritually... And if that's the discipline that does it for them, then, you know, by all means, I, I'm, a, I'm, I'm supporting that as long as it's safe. But I'm a supporter of that. Awesome. And I guess, you know, some of these, you know, like I was saying, my boyfriend's doing this like zombie run, which is like a 5K. <laughs> that sounds fantastic, by the way. <laughs> go ahead. I didn't mean you're talking about. But, but the way it is marketed, like I'm not running it, but I'm just going to go as a just to watch and you have to pay to watch yeah really oh yes. my gosh you, so you have to pay to watch so talk about a racket <laughs> but it's like it's a 5k run it's over obstacles and you have zombies chasing you some That's can amazing. run fast and some <laughs> just kind of lurch along like in the walking dead you know i want to be a zombie actually yeah. can i well, can i go in and chase these people <laughs> apparently more people wanted to be zombies than yeah, run of course that's <laughs> the fun part actually run in the race <laughs> but at the end yeah it's marketed like it's a big party so there's beer there's this there's that so yeah. i mean i think what i'm hearing at, at least from as far as trends and why they stick are it seems like the trends that involve a sense of community that involve um, perhaps making relationships with with other people are are the ones that t that are going to stick. I don't know. Am I right? I I couldn't I agree more. Yeah, uh, I think with, without a doubt, I think that's a, that's a big part of it. People want to feel absolutely. a part of something, mm -hmm. and if you could make that something to do with exercise, then you got a winner on your hand. Yeah, mm. yeah, that's very true. Um, okay, so getting back to kind of what I said before the last break is, and, and this is definitely switching gears, but getting to the way that you speak to your clients. So Susan, I'll sort of ask you first. So how do you speak to your clients? Let's say you have a client that you're just seeing for the first time versus perhaps a client that you've had for six months or up to a year. How does your, let's say your tone or your verbiage change? Because you obviously you want the person to be uh, compliant and you want them to kind of stick with you for hopefully their own health. And also, I mean, you know, it's a business, you know, you're running right. a business. So how do you speak to your patients so you don't sound like a used car salesman? Because mm. nobody wants, like, nobody responds to that, mm. you know? 
<laughs> yeah. No. Well, you know what? I think first and foremost, and I'm sure John and Josh uh, would agree with this, is really understanding what the true goals of that person are, um, are you know, and, and really getting to the heart of of what they're trying, hoping to achieve. And it, and if they say, you know, I want to lose 10 pounds, you know, that's that's the surface. Um, you know, the, most of the clients that I work with are are really looking for a more balanced life. They're looking for, you know, really just changing on, on a on a more holistic level. Mm. Um, and so, you know, typically, I, I mean, it probably stays somewhat similar uh, from, you know, a beginner to someone moving, you know, that I've been with for a while. Uh, it's just that they probably understand the process more, and so I don't have to explain it. But for for myself, it's, it's starting off simply and having them understand that, Typically, the, we're our worst enemy mm. in in keeping our word with ourselves. So usually, you know, it's like, oh, I'm going to work out five days this week, and eh, well, you know, something came up, you know, and uh, you know, you know, you'll blow it off if it's for yourself. You know, if it's doing something for someone else, you're you're bound to make it happen. Um, so I first work on on getting their own personal integrity, their own word with mm. themselves to have meaning. And that's starting off very simply. And it's just having them understand to be very clear with themselves and make sure that they will absolutely accomplish what they set. So if it's, you know, I'm going to, you know, drink four glass, you know, I'm going to drink more water. Okay, well, that's too vague. But I am going to drink four glasses of water for sure three days this week. You know, that that may sound very simplistic, but I want to make sure they create success and that, you know, they can do it seven days. But if we start to get them succeeding and understand, hey, I gave my word to myself and to my trainer who was there present to witness, now I'm going to start to, you know, I, I start creating success. Mm-hmm. And so as we continue to progress, you know, we keep, you know, just changing those making those shifts, you know, whether it's, it's you know, food-wise or, or exercise-wise, you know, it's kind of just checking in. What are you absolutely committed to doing? What will you absolutely make happen? And they continue to build their own personal integrity with themselves um, and, and move forward. <clears throat> great, great advice, guys. Um, I usually tell my clients that uh, if they don't continue with me, there'll be failures and nobody will ever love them. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I find that I have a high uh, retention rate based on that. Uh, no, but no, I'm, I'm really kidding. But I, I think to uh, alluded, uh, allude to what you said before, um, as a trainer, part of our job is to is to be empowering. It's it's almost like we have this dynamic of a of a self help guru, almost like a little. I hate to say, it, but a little Tony Robbins in, in each and every one of us. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It, 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 there's truth to it. We we are, and we we need to be that way. I think, you know, there's days where a lot of the clients and people in general, again, where you just don't want to get out of bed, you just don't want to do this. Mm. As a trainer, you have to deal with that with yourself, and then you have to provide the inspiration, motivation, and guidance to help lead that person down the path to ultimately, when they can do that on their own, it's sort of counterintuitive that you're teaching them to be self-sufficient, and Mm. you're also trying to run a business. So Mm. I think you have to walk that fine line. Mm -hmm. Mm. So you want to create autonomy. Yes, you, you really your, do. Within Absolutely. your clientele. Yes, Absolutely. yes. Yeah. There, there should be some symbiotic relationship yeah. where, where mm-hmm. we both, you know, need and use each other and help each other out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jonathan, what about you? I just, I couldn't agree more with um, the two other guests, Josh and Susan. Uh, for me, it's really about getting to their reason why. What motivates them? And they might think it's, oh, they just want to lose 10 pounds, or they might think it's about the high school reunion, but it's so much deeper than that. I look at each client as an onion, and as, as we talk and get to know each other, we peel away the layers of the onion to get to what these, what these primal drives are, which any good trainer can help motivate someone, but it, 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 you know, it's really about figuring out what, is, what makes that client tick, and how do I tap into that and guide them in how do they teach them how to tap into that themselves and um it's just it's really powerful stuff it's it's what i got into the business for exercise completely changed my life um and and to get to share that with other people is is so awesome so yeah that that makes it easy to continue the conversation and the relationship because you're you're constantly playing detective and peeling away the layers 
And have you ever been in a gym environment or let's say maybe where you guys work where you sometimes cringe at what other trainers are saying oh, to yeah. their clients? All, all the yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I think that's unavoidable as, as a trainer. But now that you say that and, you know, I'm here with two other fantastic trainers, I wonder if there's ever been a point where somebody's looked at me and cringed and like, <laughs> oh, my God, that trainer doesn't know what he's doing. Or I, I, I mean, it, it, it happens. I think yeah. you see stuff going on and you always think about how you would approach it and how you would improve upon it. And mm-hmm. I think that makes a good trainer to look at a situation that yeah. way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, to Absolutely. kind of look at what other people are doing and, and being able to to sort of see that it's maybe not the path that you would really think would be best for you or for your clients. And it's obviously all very individualized. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess to that, have you ever... And, and I don't know what the etiquette here is, but if you're at the gym and you see a trainer doing something with one of their clients that you know can be harmful or can hurt the client, mm. what do you do? Do you say, oh, you know, I'll take them aside afterwards and maybe say something to them? Because it, it's a, a very, I feel like, touchy subject. I mean, I don't know. I, I've, no, I, I really don't I, know. I, I think it is. I, I, I think yeah. simply, I mean... every. I'm interested to uh, everybody else's opinion on this, but I know for me, I would never, ever interrupt a no, session. No, no, never. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that would be right. the first thing because then you're undermining that trainer's authority and right. then you can cause yeah. a rift between yourself and that trainer. Um, I, I don't know if, unless it's a trainer that I'm friendly with, mm-hmm. I don't know if I'd ever have approached somebody after a session and said, hey, I noticed you were doing this. But if it is a trainer that I know mm. and not even friendly with, but I at least have some relationship with, I'll even say, oh, hey, I noticed you were doing this, and I'll ask, was there a reason? And Instead of just coming out and you know, yeah. grilling them, I'll yeah. say, oh, because maybe there's something I'm missing, and ask them right. why they were That's doing what they were doing. That's a good way. That's a great, very diplomatic way yeah. of going about it. Okay, we have to take a quick break. Everybody will be right back. We have a couple of minutes just to kind of wrap things up, so stay tuned. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you feeling overwhelmed in the current chaos of our changing times? A deeper understanding of authentic astrology can uncover solutions in every area of life. After all, metaphysics is just quantum physics, poetically expressed. I am Montgomery Taylor, and I offer lectures, seminars, and private consultations. For more information, contact me at Monty, M-O-N-T-Y, at rljmedia.com. Are you stuck in your business or career? Trying to take your business to the next level and it keeps hitting a wall? This is Sam Lebowitz, the Conscious Consultant. I will help you get to the root cause of your abundance issues and help move you forward in your life. Call me now and let's create the future you dream of. 212 212- That's 212-721-8183. The Conscious Consultant, helping conscious people be better business people. Hey, all you crazy listeners. Looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at talkingalternative.com. Welcome back to Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart. I'm your host, Karen Litzy, and happy to say, uh, taking part in my first personal trainer roundtable discussion, and my guest, Susan Bianchi, calling in from Costa Rica, Josh Margolis, Jonathan Angelilli. Uh, big thank you to all you guys. Jonathan had to run out. He's 
you know, like I said, these are all very busy trainers, and, and he has uh, a new client, so he had to run out a little early. Susan, thank you so much for calling in. I know this was um, kind of hard logistically for you, but I r- truly appreciate it. My pleasure. And and Josh, thank you for My pleasure, always. And always. so I guess what, Josh and Susan, I have the two of you here, what are some things that you would like the listener to really take away from the discussion today? Uh, Susan, go ahead. Um, uh, well, I think uh, first and foremost, uh, like our, our John and Josh talked about, is, is certainly listening to your body, whatever whatever endeavor you're, you may choose to follow or, or working with a working with a trainer but um, you know first listen to your body pay attention uh, be smart be careful uh, in what you're doing um, uh, that's coming off the top of my head mm-hmm. but we can come back around <laughs> sure. go ahead Josh. well I, I think you know all these other disciplines we've been talking about I think if somebody comes to the the table with enthusiasm I, I think that's one of the more significant uh, traits to have and if somebody has that use that maybe it's not placed in the right direction but if you have the enthusiasm use that and then as a trainer help guide that to the appropriate discipline and even you know we were just talking an hour we probably can go another hour yeah. but there's so many yeah. options out there there's there, yeah. undoubtedly there's going to be something that is going to fit for you and something that you're going to enjoy doing so if you haven't found it yet don't give up because right. it's out there all right, and so we have to kind of, we're going to wrap things up. Susan, if people want to get in touch with you, how can they do that? Uh, they can go to my website, www.intrinsichealthsystems.com. Great, and Josh? Uh, that's uh, mindovermatternyc.com. And Jonathan is getdynamicresults.com. I believe. Anyway, I'll have these all up on my Facebook fan page, uh, Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart with Karen Litzy. So uh, thank you so much. I wish we had more time. Uh, Join me next week. Uh, The month of March, I'm going to focus all about pain, acute pain, chronic pain, um, and what you can do about it. My first interview is Corey Zimney. Uh, He's a professor at the University of Iowa. So uh, everybody have a great week and stay healthy, wealthy, and smart. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Looking to meet Mr. or Mrs. Wright but still haven't found the one? Want to make your current relationship as fulfilling as possible? Then tune in on Thursdays at 1 p.m. for Love in the Afternoon with Marnie Gallison. As a professional matchmaker, I've seen it all. With distinguished authors, industry gurus, and experts on everything from wine to fashion, join us as we discuss dating, relationships, and more on TalkingAlternative.com. Hi, I'm Julie. Hi, I'm Julia. What, what are, are you wearing? wearing? Welcome, Welcome to J&J's, J&J's Secrets, Secrets of Style and Beauty. We know there is beauty and style in all you do, whether it's a job interview, first date, or wedding. We also know that not everyone understands what works best for him or her. We're here to help. Think of us as your personal beauty, style, and grooming gurus. As industry experts, we'll give you the best information for men and women on how to look phenomenal. Tune in Tuesdays at 8 p.m. to learn how to look your best. Are you fed up with talking points rhetoric? Everywhere you turn, it's left or right spin, ideology, no reality. In fact, it's ideology over intellect. No more. It's time for the truth. Join me, Larry Sharp, a.k.a. The Neo Sage, Tuesday nights, 9 to 11 Eastern, for the Ivory Tower radio program. In the Ivory Tower, we'll discuss what's important to you, society, politics, business, and family. It's provocative talk for the realist and the skeptic who want to know what's really going on, what does it mean, and what can be done about it. So gain special access to the Ivory Tower and listen to me, Larry Sharp, your Neosage, Tuesday nights, 9 to 11, New York time. Go to ivorytowerradio.com for details. That's ivorytowerradio.com. The Ivory Tower is a great place to visit for both entertainment and education. Listen in, Tuesday nights, 9 to 11. It will make you smarter. Are you suffering from aches and pains? Has traditional medicine let you down? 
Are you tired of taking toxic medications? Then come to the Double Diamond Wellness Center and learn how our natural methods can help you to heal. Call us now at 212-721-8183. That's 212-721-8183. Or find us on the web at www.doublediamondwellness.com. We look forward to serving you. TalkingAlternative.com